Blog Talk Radio. Our, our country is in chaos because we have leaders who are in chaos with themselves. We are in need of a people who are choosing to follow God instead of following man. You, you never see change happen until you begin to make change happen. And unfortunately, that hasn't been done in the church or in the country. You're listening to Zira today with Pastor Lorenzo T. Neal. Hello and welcome to Zira today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. I am your humble host, Lorenzo Neal. Hailing from Cajun Land, USA, here to present you with the wisdom, insight, empowerment, and liberation. Promoting a knowledge that is engaging and transforming. And it's our goal to empower you, the listener, to knowing, being, doing, and impacting the world around you. And as always, you're always welcome to join us on this illuminating journey. Uh, you can call 917-388-4293. And it was funny, man. I posted, as I was posting the show today, I, I, I put the wrong number. <laughs> you would think I would know it by now. <laughs> so those of you who are trying to get in, you probably call it. There's a little lady answering the phone. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> so some people have already tried, and, uh, you know, she's been kind of generous. <laughs> but it's 917-388-4293. And uh, as always, we are going – uh, we will have the chat room open. With, we've been having a little bit of def, uh, technology difficulties, what technical difficulties. So uh, we're trying to get the chat room open. Uh, go to blog, blog talk radio slash Lorenzo T. Neal, and you can get in on the chat room um, today. And I, I got a friend with me today, uh, joined by my buddy, young up-and-coming brother, from another mother, <laughs> Mr. Trey Wilhite. What's up, man? I'm doing good today, Pastor. How about yourself? I'm fine. Trey, I'm sorry for giving you the wrong number. <laughs> it's quite all right. I think the, the lady, the little lady that's answering the phone is going to have a little bit more problems than we. <laughs> well, I, I, I've updated the number. <laughs> I, uh, I I sent a quick little message to, uh, uh, you know, on my Facebook and Twitter. To, to get okay. it right Hopefully okay. Hopefully they get it right I'm going to keep saying it you know, Might have to text a couple of people that, For them <laughs> before, <laughs> the, before it's over with <laughs> yeah. But you know That's the way it is I, I don't know what it's for man I, 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 For those of you listening I, Last month in, in um, Well not last month In March I was appointed to a new church in Jackson, Mississippi, and I've spent the past month commuting back and forth. So that's part of the reason why we haven't been on the air. We did a we did one show last month in April, and it was a blessing. We had uh, two great guests on uh, on that show last last month, and um, so we've we've kind of been trying to transition. And um, we we wanted to do a show today because I I may tell you this has been one tumultuous week, uh, one tumultuous week. It's been a, a crazy week, uh, especially for our president. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot. There's been a lot going on. 
and I, I want to get too far ahead of myself, but, you know, there's a lot of talking points that we're going to get to today. But uh, before we get started, I, first of all, uh, I want to say thank you to all my listeners, uh, my audience, uh, guys, uh, even even though we've been off the air a few weeks, you guys have been listening to the archive shows and going all the way back to June of last year, and I really appreciate it. Uh, you guys have you really, really blessed me and helped me out, and I like the comments. And, again, anytime you want to get in touch with us, you can shoot us an email, PastorLorenzoNeal at gmail.com. Um, hit us up on Facebook, um, Lorenzo T. Neal, Facebook, slash Lorenzo T. Neal, on Twitter, at Prophesy. Uh, so get in touch with us. Send, your, send us your uh, comments, your opinions, your insights. Uh, uh, even if you want to – you have an idea about a show that you like to suggest that we do, send that to us. We appreciate it, man. We just, we just love you all. You guys, you make what we do worth it. And I just want to say, give a shout-out to all my listeners. Uh, those of you who are tuning in for the first time, don't tune us out or turn us off. <laughs> we do have a great show lined up for you. And, Trey, I know you're ready to talk, but before we go further, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Is that all right? Yeah, Let's absolutely. Go. All right. Father, we want to thank you. We praise you for the day. This is a day that you have made. We appreciate all that you have done, your graciousness, your mercy. That's new every morning. We pray, God, that you will bless this broadcast. Let it be to your glory and to the benefit and edification edification of all the listeners. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. So, amen. It, it is, this is great. This is uh, it's, it's May. And I'm going to tell you, I love May. I love yeah. May for two reasons. I love May for two primary reasons. The mm. first reason, I love May. My birthday is this month. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my birthday is May 28th. Uh, unfortunately, this year, I won't be able to really celebrate my birthday because I'll be at a pastor's retreat in uh, Woodworth, Louisiana. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't mind being around old, a lot of pastors because I, I know it's going to be a blessing to me. Last year when we had the retreat, it was such a blessing to me. I came back so mm. refreshed and uh, revived and uh, you know, I had a great time. Yeah, it was good That's to see good. pastors letting their hair down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you'll be able to come, Trey. Will you, will you be able to make it? Yeah, yeah. I went last year, and I'll be going this year as well. And uh, awesome. i tell you what, what you do in this situation. Uh, you, you go to, re, to the retreat on your birthday weekend, and then you celebrate the next weekend. <laughs> oh, man, I'm celebrating all month. <laughs> I started oh, okay. today. So, someone gave me a gift today. That I didn't expect it. Hey, so since uh, they starting early, I'm starting early. <laughs> okay, yeah. open style. Uh, yes, indeed. I'm going to celebrate all month, and uh, the bishop already knows. Our, our bishop already knows that's my birthday weekend because I shouted it at the last one. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to try to hint to her to you know let her have let me have a little celebration. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, but that's the that's the first reason I love May. That's that's the first okay. reason I love May. The second reason I love May is Memphis in May. If you've never been to hmm. Memphis in May, you gotta go. I, I, oh, I get I've a chance never... to kind of sneak up there every every May uh, for a little bit, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. enjoy the music and the food. Uh, man, it's it's something. You know, it's festival time there, and they they have a good time at Memphis in May. So, if you ever get a chance, y'all to go. And everybody listening, if you ever get a chance to go to Memphis in May, go. It's it's a great time, man. You know, don't okay. get too drunk. 
Don't enjoy too much news. <laughs> but hey, get there and go. You enjoy it. I'm serious. It, it's worth it. And hopefully, I get a chance to sneak up there uh, while I'm settling down uh, in Jackson, uh, Mississippi. So okay. those, those are two reasons I love I love May. Now I I know it's Mother's Day next weekend, and um, it, yeah, that's a good reason to love May too. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But uh, you know, hey, my reason is the best reason. Shout out to all the Tauruses, and shout out to all the Gemini's in May. Shout out to you guys. Party good, party hearty, Ooh. party like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> and, and, and we're gonna be talking a little bit about May, uh, May 21st later, a little later on in the, uh, the program. Uh, I kind of got ahead of myself today. We're gonna be talking. Of course, the top story is. The, kill, the death of Osama bin Laden. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to be talking about um, this this crazy week that's been going on with the weather and with um, Donald Trump and President Obama. And we're going to get a little bit into that. I was trying to get some some audio files uh, from the president's speech speech at uh, the correspondence dinner uh, on this mm-hmm. past weekend, but I wasn't able to do it. But hey, uh, you know he he. He came hard at old, at old uh, Donald Trump. But we're gonna, Trump, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to that. And on uh, we're going to talk about May 21st. There's this there's this preacher, this group of Christians, and this preacher in particular who has announced that May 21st, 2011, is God's Day of Judgment. So we're going to talk about that. And, uh, you know, it should be interesting. Interesting show. So. Um, so you know, hey, we'd love to hear your opinion. I know Trey got a lot he's going to be talking about, but we want to hear you. So we want you to call in nine one seven three eight eight four two nine three. The chat room is up, so if you want to log into the chat room as a guest or as a mem- uh, uh, however do that, you know we're going to get it. Send me a comment, uh, send me an email, Pastor Lorenzo Neal at gmail dot com, and uh, get your. Hey, get your talk on. That's what we want you to do. Get your talk on. Um, but before we go into uh, the big news, I I really want to address um, the, the the crazy weather, tornadoes yeah. that's been ripping through uh, the country for the past several weeks. A lot of damage. A um, lot of people lost their lives. Millions. This and you know millions. It's going to cost. Millions to uh, get it together, and uh, the only thing we could do is pray and give. And hmm. I, I think that uh, it's important. You know, we don't want to neglect what's happened over the week. You know, these past several weeks, and uh, you know, Trey, what, what what really gets me is that. These tornadoes have been coming. They've been furious. And you're talking about, you know, five, uh, Fast Five came out this weekend. <laughs> the yeah. Fast and Furious Five. You know, that came out this weekend. Vin Diesel and uh, all the Who else was in there? I didn't go see it. I'm, I'm planning to go see it, but, you know, mm. I, I always wait to movies come on DVD. They ain't got nothing to do with the tornadoes, <laughs> but I was, I was going to make an, <laughs> a little relation to the, the tornadoes coming through Fast and Furious, you know. They came yeah. fast, you know, destruction in mere seconds. Uh, wiping yeah, away a I lot of stuff. I had that same thought. Huh? I said, that's interesting. I had that same thought. Oh, great that, minds think alike. That, that fast, yeah, that fast five compared to the tornadoes. 
it, it, it's amazing though, you know. And uh, while the media this weekend was focusing on the royal wedding, and I, you know, I'm not knocking the royal wedding. I got tired from the time they made the announcement of the engagement last mm-hmm. year. I already knew they were going to make yeah. a big hoo you know, out of it. Um, <laughs> because it, it's just it's just amazing, you know. I really mm-hmm. don't care, but they were we were more fascinated here over in the states than the people in 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 the British in Britain were in England. You know, mm-hmm. they yeah. were like, okay, la di da, blah blah blah. And here, you know, I was upset. I woke up Friday morning waiting to see my Fox News and MSNBC with Joe uh, Scarborough and all that stuff, and only to wake up to see a royal wedding at five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. And then they, you know, they kept it on all day, all day. Yeah, you know, it was highly publicized. It was. Yeah. If I if I get my numbers right, it was twenty times the viewership of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the Super Bowl is pretty doggone big. But see, unfortunately, most people didn't have a choice because every station they turned on had it. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every (laughs) station. Yeah. Every news station had it. If I'm not mistaken, I heard one of the commenters say it was it, it might be the, the the world's most viewed event ever. Yeah, it, it, I, I wouldn't doubt it one bit, but you know, to me, it was a waste of our airtime. <laughs> they ain't going the 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 what's his name Edward whatever his name William. See that's sad. Yeah. I, you know, William and Katie. <laughs> they they ain't gonna come over here. And give nobody no money to help them for nothing, so why should we care? And the reason I said that is because uh, the tornadoes affected areas where there is high poverty already. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, Tuscaloosa, Alabama was pretty much destroyed. Yeah. You know, and parts of Mississippi and, and, and uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, and, yeah. and parts of Louisiana and uh, Alabama, some parts of Georgia, man, some places were just uh, just plain wiped out. Yeah. And I, I talk about Alabama. Alabama is already a high poverty area, and the area that was greatly affected was the concentra- was the area that had a high concentration of black people. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not making a racial thing. I'm just making, you know, I'm stating mm-hmm. the fact. You already have a high poverty level, and then you have a natural disaster that's going to increase that because now the people can't afford to rebuild. What are they going to do? How is the government? The FEMA is going to go in there just just like what happened after Katrina. They're going to toss a few dollars to them, but, you know, most of those people didn't have that, probably didn't have uh, property insurance, housing insurance, you know. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. And, and um to hear the devastation, but I also heard so many miracles too. Uh, I was watching, um, I, I can't recall what what news station it was. It was either MSB, MSNBC, or Fox this weekend, where uh, these people they 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 were in the house. They ran out of the house and got in their truck <laughs> to get away from the tornado. The truck turned them over. I mean, the truck damaged the house and literally put the house on top of them in the truck and they survived with just a few scrapes and bruises you know wow. I, I, that's nothing but God's grace you know? uh. and, and um, 
to, to you know, to spend so much time on a royal wedding when you have death and destruction going on in your own country. I, I mm. think the news priorities are really messed up, including Fox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I disagree but with it, it, I, I don't have a final number, but, you know, I've heard it's, uh, it's over 400 people. I know it's over 200 people in Alabama alone, in, uh, in Alabama alone. Uh, and you okay. add to all the other other cities and states, and it comes up to well over 400 people in just one day. And from all the weeks uh-huh. combined, uh, you know, it's been a month at least, at least three weeks. Every week, I know every weekend in April, we had a tornado somewhere in the southeast, you know, in, in the country. Yeah. Every week. And when you put that together, man, <laughs> that's hundreds. That's, hmm. that's 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 a that's a lot of people who lost their lives, and uh, if you're listening and you want to be a blessing and you want to help, this is what you do: get in contact with your local Red Cross. Um, here, I'm I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, our district, uh, the Eighth Episcopal District of the AB Church, we have a disaster relief team, and um, I'm a part of that team. I, I was trained. I've been trained. Uh, I've been by trained by the American Red Cross. You know, to uh, be a part of disaster relief to go into those areas that have been affected by disaster, and um, it's a good thing. Uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm quite sure we're going to be doing something. But uh, donate, give, go to the Salvation Army, give clothes that you're not wearing, uh, give money because they're going to need money. They're going to need money. I, uh, do whatever you can do. Volunteer if you're if you're a pastor and you have a church. Get a group together, travel, you know, put the money together, go travel, help in the cleanup, help in the rescue effort. You, know, you do do something other than pray. Praying is good, but action is good also. So, you know, contact your local Red Cross, see what they need. They're going to need uh they're going to need funds, they're going to need volunteers, they're going to be needing um clothes, they're going to be needing all kinds of things. Do what you can to make sure that uh, these people find the relief that they get the relief and assistance that they need, um, and it, it shouldn't be a burden to you. You know, you know, most of us complain when the power went out when the storm happened. You know, the power was out for a few hours and we were complaining. I have a friend who works for Energy Trey, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, she's one of the customer reps for Energy. And you know, the people were calling, reporting the outages, blah blah blah, and they had some nasty attitudes. Yeah. You know, and um, I couldn't help to think about it. Like, my goodness, uh, if you can, if you can't survive just a a small, a few hours of discomfort, my God, yeah. well, how are you going to survive uh, a real disaster? Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, I, I probably ran it a little bit too much on that. Uh, all I can say yeah. is. Do something, you know. Churches do something. Pastors do something. Uh, communities do something. Do whatever you can. And and I'm I'm saying this now because I already know what I'm going to be doing because I know that when the district calls on us to go and aid uh, in our in uh, you know those communities that especially where our people are, I'm going to do my best to be there. You know, I'm not, not going to say I'm not, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be worth it because a lot of people are gonna be needing. And we've already at my church, New Bethel, we started. Uh, we uh, we've uh, been preparing for a benevolence 
assistance because we've had some, you know, when, when the first round came through Jackson, uh, we had some that we had to assist, and, and that's a good thing, you know. We were capable of doing that. Um, mm. So, yeah, that that's one thing, but, hey, that's my rant. What you got to say? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much with you on that issue. Uh there there are so many things that, that, that people uh I, I think you can pretty much say America in general, uh being the best country in the world, we have so many comforts that the slightest inconvenience we feel like it's just the biggest uproar when it's really not, when it when it's really oh, yeah. just that. It's just the inconvenience. And there are so many people that are have that are having way more bigger issues, you know, health, uh tragedy with their homes, their uh, their bodies, their families, you know, some serious things happened with this tornado. And, uh, yeah, the, the simplest thing over here in Monroe, we had a little flooding in some areas, and we mostly had electricity yeah. going out. I actually didn't experience neither. But I remember some of my friends were talking about I had to go to class and I couldn't even see getting dressed, you know, <laughs> simple stuff like that. So I, I'm pretty much with you. Uh, there are some people that need some serious help. We need to keep them in mind and not worry about the little inconveniences we got going on. Yeah, and, and you know, we have to get past discomfort. Uh, I, I, I'm like everybody else. My cable was off. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it interrupted mm-hmm. cable. I'm like, man, come on now. Now, of course, the cable came back on, but I had already blown my little inner tantrum. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the inconvenience. Uh, and most of us don't really realize how good we have it. And again, I, I I've been you know looking at the intensity of that natural disasters that's been happening, the intensity of these things, you know, the intensity of the earthquakes, you know, mm-hmm. earthquakes are registering at seven and eight on the Richter scale. The uh, mm-hmm. tornadoes are are F four and F five, you know, the strongest, and and mm-hmm. these are clearly signs of the time, you know, signs of the end time, you know, the earth is groaning. The earth is letting it letting us know, trying to give us some kind of warning, hey, get to get you get it together. But you know, we we still choose to live frivolously. We still and I can talk I'm you know, I'm talking about myself because uh, you know, nobody appreciates all the good stuff that they have more than me. Yeah. But you know, and I'm you know, you know, when I was when I was a scout, you know, we had to rough it, you know, when we go to camping, roughing it. Uh, right. I don't know how to rough it anymore. I'm gonna have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's gonna be hard when we go to the retreat, and I might not have phone access, and I definitely, we, I don't think they have TV or anything like that. That's roughing it. <laughs> uh, as long as I have my phone, I don't need nothing else. I, I oh well, maybe you'll be able to get signal there. <laughs> That's the last. I, I got the it last where we were last year. Huh? I did get it where we were at last year. I, I did not. <laughs> not that I was expecting any calls. I was just, you know, everybody else was able to get signals. And I was like, oh, man. But anyway, maybe maybe, maybe I'll I'll be able to break through. Yeah. Hey, I'm, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back from this break, we're going to be talking about, the first thing we're going to talk about, of course, is uh, – Osama bin Laden. No, no, I tell you back. We're going to talk about uh, President Obama's birth certificate. Uh, he and Donald Trump. We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. And then uh, on the flip side of that, we're going to talk about uh, 
Osama bin Laden because I don't want to really talk about him too much. And then after that, the last segment we're really going to be talking about is May 21st, the supposed Day of Judgment. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, that's what we're doing. Again, uh, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
You are different from you. And you are trying to forget about work while you are working late again. And you miss your kids. And you miss the waves. And you can't believe what you just saw. And you need to laugh. And you need to cry. And you just can't get her out of your mind. While you just want to know if he's okay. But you need a place to eat. So you stop and listen to that band you saw that time near that place. While you let everyone know you're almost there. And you want to share. And you want to think. And you are trying to remember. And you are trying to forget. And you've come to realize that you don't need to get a phone. You need a phone that gets you. And you. And you. And we are HTC. Hello, I'm a Christ follower. And I'm a Christian. What you got there? Oh, just catching up on some reading. <laughs> got some rule books, ethics manuals, and uh, a morality player too, just for good measure. That's a lot of reading. Yeah, I'm right on top, I've got my trusty sword. <laughs> King James Version. Neatly packaged inside this leather bag. I like the handles. Oh, they're handy. <laughs> Do you want to see my bumper sticker collection? Sure. I uh, ran out of room on my car. Wow. Uh, those are clever. Thanks. So what do you wear to display your Christianity? Uh, well, nothing, I guess. I don't know. I, I just try to follow Christ in the way I live my life. I don't feel like I have to wear my heart on my sleeve, as it were. Yeah, I have to wear my heart on my sleeve, as it were. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm a big dork. I'm a big dork. Oh. Hello, and welcome back to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. I'm joined on with my very special guest host, co-host, Mr. Trey Wilhite. Hey, Trey, still there? Yes, yes, sir, I'm here. Awesome. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, get get. we want to hear what you got to say. Uh, so we want you to call. Give us a call on the line, 917. I got it right. <laughs> 917-388-4293. Or send us an email, Neal at gmail.com. Uh, the chat room is open. We had a couple of people in there. Uh, they just said hello. <laughs> uh, the chat room is open. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash Lorenzo T. Neal. Join the chat room. Uh, you know, let's get some get some stuff going on in there. Um, Facebook, uh, send us a message on Facebook. However you want to do it, we want to hear from you. We just want to say thank you. We appreciate you. But, hey, all jokes aside, you know, I heard you laughing when I was doing that live on air. <laughs> Promo. Oh, that was live? <laughs> <laughs> that was live. What? You thought that was recorded, huh? <laughs> yeah, I thought you thought it was recorded. That's why I was laughing. I thought you recorded it like that. <laughs> I, I didn't have time to record it, man. But, you know, one thing about live radio, you got to, you know, you get sponsors every now and then, and uh, uh, Pro Flowers is an unofficial 
sponsor, I guess you can say. Uh, 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 and, and, you know, I, the thing about uh, I love is I get the opportunity to, to talk about uh, businesses and companies that I enjoy, that I use and I support. And, um, hey, hey, you know, I, I like it. If it's good, I'm going to tell them, you know. And, and right, right. I'm going to do that. So if you're listening now or if you if you are going to be listening to the archive show and you own a business and you want your businesses, uh, blah, 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 I cannot talk now, but you want me to promote it, send it to me. I, t- I mean, hey, if it's good, I'm going to talk about it. Talk about, you know what, Trey, when I, I worked in sales. I worked as, as a salesman, you know, commission mm-hmm. salesperson for a long time. And okay. most of the companies that I worked for when I was in sales, they didn't have big advertising. Most of theirs was word of mouth, you know. My job was to get references from from my you know my clients. It didn't matter if they bought anything from me. If I got references, that was the best thing I got. If I got a sale and references, that was even better because I knew I was going to get the money. Uh, I was going to get a commission. Plus, I had somebody else you know to tell about the product. Right. But word of mouth is the best way of advertising, man. Because the moment somebody say something is good, they're gonna try it. The moment somebody say something right. is bad, they're gonna stop. <laughs> Well, you know, black folk is they notorious for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's one of our sponsors. So again, you know, uh, prof one uh, eight hundred. Uh, what am I looking at here? I don't know. Proflowers dot com. Proflowers dot com. And it's Mother's Day, but hey, you might have a birthday. You might have a. Y'all can send me flowers. I, I don't mind. Go to. Pro flowers, send me some flowers. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Put it up in my new house. Uh, so you know, hey, any occasion, this is a great thing for it. You know, Mother's Day is a good thing, but any occasion, Pro Flowers has it for you. So uh, anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, I guess we moved on to the first topic, uh, Donald Trump. Yes, we are going to move on to the first topic. And, and, and Trey, man, I tell you, I was rolling. I've been rolling since uh, all of this. Uh, yeah. President Obama has, has had a very interesting week, and, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why he even bothered to address this birth certificate ish, in, issue. You know, uh, yeah. it's clear that he had a short form birth certificate that was good enough. And that that's good right. enough for me. Yeah, I don't care. You know. Uh, but ever since 2008, at least no, since 2007, since 2007, yeah. when uh, during the primaries, especially during the heated primaries, that was an issue. Uh, people were calling for his birth certificate. He wouldn't release it. He didn't have to. He released the short form. And everybody knows every state, most of them now have birth cards. They don't do the long form anymore. Most states do not do the long form, and if you want a copy of the long form, I mean, there's so much red tape to get it anyway. So, yeah. so he, he presented a he presented his short form uh, birth certificate, and uh, World Net Daily, uh, there's this website, and since 2007 they have been pushing this, pushing this, saying that he was not born in the states, neither is he a naturalized naturalized citizen, and Part of this mm-hmm. is because um, Obama's grandmother in Kenya, his father's mother, uh, one of the sec- I think it's the second wife of his grandmother, his grandfather. His grandfather had two wives, as as in okay. most Africans, you know, 
He had two wives. Mm-hmm. The second wife is the one who gave an interview. When you know everybody went over to Kenya, and you know everybody celebrating Ken, you know his Kenyan heritage. Mm-hmm. And she said that he was born here. He was born here. They asked about Barack Obama. They didn't say Junior. Barack Obama is Barack Hussein Obama the second. That's his official right. name. That's his given name. They just asked about Barack Obama. Yeah, that's his her son. He was born here. And then you know <laughs> she said that in, in her language it was translated in English. And then she came back, back right back behind it and said, No, no, no. He was born there. He's born in America. And, you know. That one little slip from an uneducated uh, African woman was enough to fuel this whole fire. Yeah. And, and, and it you know, turned it, into a fire. Huh? And it did turn into a fire. Well, you know, it was an issue. It was an issue for a long time. And, and at first I questioned it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was questioning it. I was like, okay, well, why don't he? why doesn't he just release the long firm? He has access to it, you know. I know the state doesn't do it, but hell, he's running for president. He gets special privileges, you know. Yeah. They could do it, and, you know, could have nipped it in the ba- in the bucket then. But you know, I also understand it was senseless. One is enough. You got the official record; it was certified by the committee that record, you know, endorse that gives the the go ahead for him to run. It was endorsed, you know, it was recognized by the Supreme Court. So, what's the big deal? But you know, and now that you know Donald Trump, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I don't know what to say about that guy. Okay. Uh, he's not running officially, but he sure is making everybody think he is. But yeah. <laughs> I I don't even know why he got so much attention. Donald Donald is a is a is a attention grabber. He's a he's almost like a media specialist. He knows what to say. He knows how to say uh, to get people's attention. You know, most people don't know Donald from his real estate. That's how he got rich off of real oh, yeah. estate. Most people most people ain't stayed in this hotel. You know, <laughs> most people they can't, a the average selling. person can't afford to stay in his exactly. hotel. <laughs> Right, most people know him from TV. They've heard him on TV or read about him in the they know him from media because that's that's really his specialty. He knows how to get the attention, and that's really all this birth issue was. More of him trying to get attention, but it's really sad. I felt it was super sad that he stooped to the level that he did uh, at accusing the president of not being um, born here after the president did everything he was supposed to do to prove that he was born here. And, you know, he, he played up on lies. He, he really told straight-faced lies, and he just bulldozed over the truth to get people to think what he wanted them to think. Hey, uh, it, it's just funny to me because, again, you have a person who has not declared if he's even going to be a candidate. And me, as a good Republican, I, I'm a good Republican. I, I'm a good Republican. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, right now, we don't have anybody that's even close enough to giving a, mm-hmm. a good – run against uh, President Obama, you know, despite right. a lot of the stuff that, you know, he has set himself up, you know, for criticism, uh, you know, on both sides of the aisle, there there isn't anybody, even in the Democrat, there's not going to be anybody really solid challenges on in the Democratic Party either, you know, to go against him. And it's not that, it's, you know, 
not in a bad not in a bad way. It's just the fact that you know people just uh, you know the way they're trying to do it. They they don't have a legitimate they don't have a legitimate candidate. Neither do they have a legitimate charge to campaign on. Mm-hmm. You know, they could talk about health care, but that's done and passed. It's over with. You know, they're not going to repeal it because they realize if they repeal it, it's going to cost more. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, and they you know, they they could talk about how much debt we're in. Well, the country has always been in debt. We were in debt before we were a country. So, you know, that's <laughs> talk about that too. And every president, with the exception mm-hmm. of two, there have only been two presidents. And you can fact check this. I may be wrong, but from what I've, I've researched, there's only been two presidents who have ever had a balanced budget and a surplus, and one of them was Bill Clinton. <laughs> I do remember Bill Clinton for sure. You know, he he managed to balance the budget. It's exact, almost the very same situation that we had this uh, you know couple of weeks last month when you know the threat of the government shutting down. But he still managed to give us a budget surplus. And, of course, you know, uh, Bush came in and, you know, I I, I tell people all the time, uh, I respected Bush, I voted for Bush, I'm a good Republican, but realistically, Bush spent more, you know, domestically. He spent more than Obama. Obama didn't really spend. What Obama really did is pretty much say, Okay, what we have, we're just going to go ahead and use. That's basically mm-hmm. it, you know. If we, if uh, let me get off that because you know I I, I want to start getting out false facts or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. And the other, and the other thing, the, the other thing is I don't want to sound like I'm you know too big of a an Obama supporter. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah. And then no, we have the correspondent you know, dinner. I was speak- oh man, yeah. Matter of fact, I got some jokes. <laughs> Let me pull up some of the jokes about Donald okay. Trump. Donald Trump from the uh, correspondence dinner this year. This one was from President Obama. All right, here it is. Okay. No one is prouder to put his birth certificate matter to rest than the Donald, and that's because he can finally get back to focusing on the real issues that matter. Like, did we fake the moon landing? What really happened in Roswell, and where are Biggie and Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. Uh, this one is from uh, Self Myers. I uh, said, uh, no. Let me read another one. Another one uh, from President Obama. All right. All kidding aside. We obviously all know about your Trump's credentials and breadth of experience. For example, just recently in an episode of Celebrity Apprentice at the Steakhouse, the men's cooking team did not impress the judges from Omaha Steaks, and there was a lot of blame to go around. But you, Mr. Trump, recognized that the ultimate problem was a lack of leadership, and so ultimately you didn't blame Lil John or Meatloaf. You fired Gary Boosie. And these are the kinds of decisions that will keep me up at night. Well handled, sir. <laughs> well handled. <laughs> yeah, that that joke was so funny when he said that. I was yeah. I was 
I was right with him. Uh, the, the the president himself is pretty funny uh, when, when he's not doing serious things. The thing is, he's always so focused on what he's doing. You have to find yeah. something like this, like a correspondence dinner, you know, where they intentionally make jokes to catch his humor inside. Yeah. But he's actually quite funny to me. And I was loving every bit of it when he was stumping Trump. He stumped Trump and that other comedian from uh, SNL stumped Trump. Yeah, Seth uh, Meyers. I, I thought it was I thought it was beautiful. And uh, I I thought it was wonderful. And matter of fact, uh, you know I I I appreciate the fact that the president is you know I I'm, I say this publicly. I, I'm saying it's on the radio. I'm saying it on air live. But I say it publicly all the time. I I have a great deal of respect for uh, President Obama. I mean. This mm-hmm. president is calm, cool, and collected. You never see yeah. uh, now. There was a little time that he got agitated, uh, and it was very obvious, you know, especially during the time when the they were talking about the government shutting down uh, during the health care debate. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he he has gotten agitated, and I love it to see him agitated because that means that yes, he is engaged with the issue. Uh, most of the media, the the. the uh, the big media, you know, they have. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about my Fox. I'm talking more ABC, CBS, NBC. Those guys. They have made him seem almost disengaged. You know, mm-hmm. they they present him in a way that he's he's dis he seems disengaged from the average person and the issue that's being de- you know debated or whatever. But he really is engaged, and, and that's a good thing. And every president, he's not the only one. Every president. Has done that, you know. They're serious when they need to be serious. They jest when they need to jest. Uh, but the, you know, when it really comes down to it, you know, he he he's he's doing a, a decent job. And I'm not going to say a great job because again, there's a lot of stuff I, I I critique him and you know criticize him about that he could be doing better. And and um, I love the brother with all my heart. I pray for him every day, and you know, have my church pray for him. But you know, considering. Considering what's going on right now, uh, the way that these people are attacking him from the Tea Party, Republican Party, some in his own party, the way they are attacking him, and some people just jumping ship, uh, you know, he yeah, he doesn't deserve as much as he's getting, you know. But that comes right. with the feel. That's what you get when you become president. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a sign to me personally. I look at it as a sign that he he really is doing an excellent job. For them to have to find something so silly and so petty yeah. uh, to 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 be their main, you know, uh, pulpit. I mean, when you look at Donald Trump, uh, and I can't say off Donald because I'm so angry with him. I used to love Donald until he did this. <laughs> you loved I used the Donald. To love Donald. Man, I watched the shows. I bought some books. I even got an expensive watch, a motion-activated watch. It has no battery. It's a Donald Trump watch. It goes <laughs> on your hand, and it, 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 it tells – it's energized by the movement of your hand. That's expensive. And wow. now he went and did this. I don't even want to hear his name because <laughs> I saw right through him when he, when he started saying that. Because like you said, this issue started two and a half years ago when he was on the uh, campaign and uh, I listened to all of the interviews uh, that Donald made and also the president, including the correspondence dinner and, and uh, when Donald was on with John King interview on CNN and when he was on The View with Whoopi Goldberg and, and the others. And, you know, it's just time after time after, after time, I see him literally take what's fact and literally bulldoze over it. Like, he don't even hear that. 
and he brings up, you know, all these other issues. And he is a genius in his own right, and that's why everybody likes him. He's a billionaire. Americans, for yeah. some reason, have this hazel uh, halo over uh, billionaires. We all feel like that's what we're striving to, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get there. I don't understand that, but we have to keep in perspective. He's a human being with his own ideals, with his own agenda, you know, with his own culture. He's a human being in himself, and he may not necessarily like what you like or care for you, care for your personal issues. So that's really what he displayed to me. You know, he's a great entrepreneur, but as far as caring about me and my feelings and and what's going on with America, he did that. That that was so nasty, and it was so selfish. Well, or, or I, Trey, I, I, would, I wouldn't dare buy anything else. Well, Trey, you know, you know, this is this is my issue here. You know, uh, it was no legitimate argument on the birth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the birthday right. issue is not legitimate. You, you're talking about a piece of paper. Come on now. Uh, I right. don't have my birth card, so you're going to ask me for it? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we were talking before, and I said, uh, most people don't realize in 2008, John McCain was running. For president, and John McCain was not born on the continental U.S. He was not born right. in the United States. He was born in Panama, that at the time was a territory of the United States. And right. because his father was, you know, naval, you know, he was a, a military officer. Um, his parents were U.S. citizens. Therefore, he was born a U.S. citizen, despite him not be born being born on the soil, U.S. soil. Nobody questioned that. No, you know, they touched on it. Even Fox News touched on it, and you know, that was the end of it. Uh, most people, you know, most people had already been convinced that okay, that's not an issue. Just like when they were bringing up his faith, you know, whether he was a secret Muslim, you know. Uh, right. Come on now, <laughs> they they don't have. Uh, they don't have a real argument against it. And matter mm-hmm. of fact, right now, uh, the Ninth Circuit, the Ninth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals is hearing arguments today. They're hearing arguments today about a lawsuit challenging the U.S. citizenship of President Obama, despite the fact that he has released the, his detailed birth, you know, the long form of his birth certificate. Wait, what? Yeah. See, it was dismissed in 2009. There was a there was a lawsuit. Uh, and that lawsuit was dismissed in 2009. And You're kidding me? No, I'm not killing you. No. Yeah. What happened is uh, two California lawyers, uh, you know, out of California, they uh, you know they brought it and they got 40 other people to join them with join other, um, and they took it to the what they took it to a federal court. The federal court, you know, is where they dismissed it. And the same lawyer, uh, now the the judge in the district court uh, that's hearing it said that the federal court was not the appropriate place to hear it. So uh, now they're hearing it. Um, And from what I understand, if I understand it correctly, that um, they're saying the lawsuit is not legitimate anyway. It doesn't have any merit. It doesn't have any, you know, no merit whatsoever right. simply because it was right. filed after the election and Obama had already been taken, you know, he had already been elected as president. So there was no merit to it. 
So I don't know why they're continuing. But they appealed it, and that's what's going on right now. Uh, I don't know if they made a decision on it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that is so crazy. That makes absolutely no sense. Well, you know, there there was one site that was reporting that um, um, they were reporting uh, a forensic test of the long form of the birth certificate. In other words, they're basically saying, okay, you might have the paper, but we want to see if the paper was how old, how authentic is the paper. You know, they're going to go through the forensic mm-hmm. study. <laughs> Come right. on, let it rest. Let it, just okay. Big deal. We got it done. Hey, I, I, I actually went over time, so we're going to take a break and uh, try to get in these other two discussions. And, again, uh, if you want to get in, you can join us in the chat room. We had a couple of people in the, in the chat room laughing at the jokes. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at the jokes. Uh, give us a call, 917-388-4293. want to hear what you got to say on this. Um, also, um, get in the chat room. Send us an email. PastorLorenzoNeal at gmail.com. Um, if you want to get on, get on. We want to make sure that you have it. Uh, we're on Facebook. Send us a note there. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Osama bin Laden being dead and uh, try to get into this Judgment Day thing. So um, let me see here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We're going to take this break. And then we're going to get back. All right. Be right back. Three main kids and young adults have type 1 diabetes, including our son Walker. Ray and I want you to know the warning signs of diabetes so you can take action. Extreme thirst, frequent urination, drowsiness, increased appetite, sudden weight loss, and changes in vision. We're hoping to find a cure for Walker. The Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation is a leading charitable funder and advocate of type 1 diabetes research. To be part of the cure, visit www.jdrf.org or call 800-223-1138. you? 
Yes, uh, I hear Progressive has lots of discounts on car insurance. Can I get in on that? Are you a safe driver? Yes. Discount. Do you own a home? Yes. Discount. Are you going to buy online? Yes. Discount. <laughs> Isn't getting discounts great? Yes. There's no discount for agreeing with me. Yeah, I got carried away. It happens to me all the time. Helping you save money. Now that's progressive. Call or click today. Hey, radio fam. Can you imagine a woman desperate enough for a child that she would deceive her own father-in-law into committing incest? How about imagining having husbands so wicked that even God kills them? Can you imagine a prominent family covering up secrets dangerous enough to destroy their wealth and legacy? If this sounds like something ripped from the headlines of the days rich and famous, it isn't. It's the story of Judah and Tamar found in Genesis 38. This biblical story shadows much of what's really happening in today's family. In his book, A Breach in the Family, Pastor Lorenzo Neal uses this biblical story to address many of the issues today's families face. He talks about how much family matters can be detrimental to becoming the kind of family God created. He talks about secrets of the breach that can lead to secret rules and behaviors that go on for generations. Despite it all, God does give a way to repair the breach in the family and leave a lasting legacy that cannot be erased. Order your copy today of A Breach in the Family by Pastor Lorenzo Neal on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and other retail outlets. And for a limited time, you can get your copy for a special discounted price by visiting www.zeropublishing.webs.com. Get your copy today and be blessed. Hey, very good fam. You got a business? Are you an author? Are uh, you a motivational speaker? You got anything good to say and you want to get it out and you want people to hear it? Well, here's a way that you can get your message out. RadioGuestList.com. Radio Guest List provides you, the listener, you, the speaker, you, the author, you, the anything. Gives you the opportunity to get your message out to everybody in the world. All you simply have to do is go to RadioGuestList.com and listen and fill out the information, and they I, they guarantee that they will have some listings available for you. Listen, matter of fact, a lot of my guests that I get on the show, I get from RadioGuestList.com. And, hey, I've had some good guests, and I've been on some myself. So I recommend RadioGuestList.com. If you have anything to say and you want it to be said and heard clearly, go. RadioGuestList.com. Get your voice heard today. Thanks to the Venture Car from Capital One, we get double miles on every purchase. So we have the trip to New Orleans twice as fast. We get double miles every time we use our card. No matter what we're buying. I'll take it. Since double miles out of fast, we can bring the whole gang. It's Adventure Card from Capital One. Money Magazine's best rewards card if you aim to rack up airline miles. What's in your wallet? Uh, 
All right, yeah, let me stop all that noise. <laughs> well, we're back, and we're getting into our last few segments here. And, uh, uh, you know, we had a good discussion about the, the birth issue, the the Donald and all of that stuff. And, and again, if y'all got anything to say, call in, 917-388-4293. I think I've said that enough that I got the number right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The chat room is up, uh, Blog Talk Radio, backslash Lorenzo T. Neal. Get in on the chat chat room, uh, share your thoughts and opinions there. Uh, Facebook, send us a message on Facebook. Um, what else? Uh, what a, email, PastorLorenzoNeal at gmail.com. Trey, you want to give them your info if they want to get in touch with you? Get on yeah, your nerves absolutely. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple of sites. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, it's just Trey Wilhite. That's T R A Y Trey, and Wilhite W I L H I T E. That's my profile. Uh, I also have another page uh, on Facebook, and it's just T R Wilhite. Yeah, you you and, are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> yeah, both of those pages I I usually update every day. Uh, sometimes two or three times a day, and it's strictly inspirational quotes, uh, scriptures, songs, uh, or speaking engagements or something like that. I I might have coming up. I never have petty discussions or uh, personal you know debates, nothing like that. So feel free to look on and get you some daily inspiration. And I post the same thing to Twitter. Uh, is Will Height Media? Uh, is my is my uh, Twitter page. Oh, my Twitter account. And I'm glad you reminded me. At Prophesy. That's me. At Twitter. On Twitter, at Prophesy. Hey, I do crazy stuff mm-hmm. on there. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, yeah, I, I just I, I find some of the craziest things that I get tweeted, and I just like to retweet them. So, hey, uh, that is my that's my profile for my ministry and everything. So, hey, it's crazy. Don't be just expecting that all that <laughs> church stuff. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I'm learning, you know, I'm still young. I can get away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, the last the last hour we were talking about the tornadoes, and we talked about uh, President Obama and Donald Trump and its birth issue. But uh, I, the top news of the day really has been about Osama bin Laden's death. Uh, if if you've been hiding on a, under a rock or something, you haven't heard. Uh, uh, last night, um, President Obama uh, announced that uh, uh, a U.S. Special Forces team went into the outskirts of uh, a, a city in Pakistan to a compound mansion where Osama bin Laden had been living, and when they, had, you know, they they took him out, and uh, they yeah. they apparently, uh, uh, according to the reports. Not only do they have uh, photographic evidence, but they also have video of the compound burning because uh, 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 Black Hawk uh, had to crash land there or force down there, and they burnt the, you know, they destroyed it. Uh, they have video of the, the compound burning. The, uh, there are reports of they have a photo of some of Bin Laden dead, but they also say that they have DNA confirmation that it was some of Bin Laden. And according to Muslim tradition, they buried him at sea because they didn't want him, they didn't want a shrine to him. Not that it matters. Right. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, since 1993, I've heard this name, Osama bin Laden. Uh, most of you probably don't know. Uh, 
that was not the first attack on the World Trade Center in 2001. You know, 9-11 was not the first time. There was a bomb, uh, a truck bomb in 1993 uh, that destroyed part of the basement area in, of the World Trade Center. And Osama mm-hmm. bin Laden was responsible for that. Osama bin Laden was responsible for um, the terrorist bomb of the USS Cole in Yemen. And uh, I forget what year that was. Um, but he was responsible for that, and he was the coordinator, or he was uh, he was uh, the planner for the 9/11 attacks, and that's what we're most familiar with him. But you know, here's the funny thing: the 9/11 attacks happened in night in 2001. Obama, Osama bin Laden was on TV on NBC. He gave an NBC interview not too not too many years before. You know. <laughs> Come on, mm-hmm. and and following that, we couldn't find him. We almost got him in 2001, but the uh, UN and Pakistan and you know there was too much craziness, so they couldn't go in. They could have called him in 2001, right after he bombed. They knew it where he was. They could have gotten him then, but they, you know, it was just crazy. You know, Pakistan didn't want the U.S. coming in. Uh, they went and invaded Afghanistan. Uh, well, not invaded. Uh, you know, they knew. Al-Qaeda was in Afghanistan, you know, and here, nearly 10 years down the road, we're still there. But yeah. he's dead. At least that's what they tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, they said he had died some years ago. Matter of fact, you know, he had kidney failure, that's what they said, and he was on dialysis, and they were assuming that he was dead because he hadn't released any tapes. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I really don't know. I really don't care. But hey, let us have a victory. <laughs> okay. And yeah. you know. Yeah, it is huh? a victory. Uh, it, it is a yeah, victory. Yeah, it is a victory. And it's not just a victory to America too. Uh, it's, it's, it's a victory around the world because he wasn't just a terrorist to uh, to America. He was a that's terrorist. Right. He to, was exactly. He was not just to a many uh, many different countries. And he also, I, I think, it's, it's good to clear this up. He also was a terrorist to Muslims. Uh, to to he Islam. He killed more Muslims than he killed Americans. Right, and it, it's not it's not safe to say that that he was a advocate for Muslim. Many people think of him, and they and they think of Islam, uh, Islam, and they think of the Muslim religion, and and a lot of them feel like that he is, you know, uh, um, a, a leader of them, and that's not so. And that's why a lot of people in America don't like Muslims and don't like Islam because when they think of him and they think of all these terrorists, they're associated with that. And and he simply was not, you know, an advocate of them. Uh, of them. He was a terrorist. Um, now, he himself was very religious, super religious, and that's really what he was. He was he was having yeah. holy wars. That's, that's what he and, was yeah. doing. He was having holy wars. Um, but as far as, as representing the, the nation of Islam or, or, or representing Muslims, he, he was not at all related. He was a radical. He was all, all by himself. And he and, terrorized and them just like that, he terrorized us. And that's that's what makes this uh, uh, interesting because here you have this guy who's responsible for this this great terrorist act, and in our country, you know, you let Fox News and all them, you know, Tea Partiers, uh, and what's that pastor Pastor Terry down in Florida, you know, they're agitating as if all Muslims are right. are just evil, you know, they're just they're sleeper cells. And they're just waiting, right. and now you know they're just waiting to attack us again. And that kind of paranoia is just dumb. I, I you know, yeah. but we have more. 
I, I keep telling people, y'all got to understand. People don't understand. We have more white militia groups, paramilitary hmm. militia groups that are uh, white supremacists, you know, hate blacks, hmm. hate Indians, hate Jews, hate everybody but white folk, and then hate some white yeah. folk who help everybody else. <laughs> right. <And laughs> those people are, are armed, and they're anarchists. They want to overthrow the government. Yeah. Yeah, they want to overthrow the government. And, you know, those people, you know, they're in these camps all across the country. And, you know, they they have all but declared war on the U.S. And, you know, you got these other people who are more worried about a Muslim mosque, unless it's an mm. Islamic mosque being built in their neighborhood or, you know, right. they find out their co-worker is a, a Muslim and they want their co-worker fired and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. And, and it's all superstition and, and ignorance. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. mostly ignorance. And I, I say this all the time, you know, uh, I've been to Tea Party rallies. Uh, I like the ideas promoted by a lot of the Tea Party, uh, by the Tea Party overall. But the reality is that a lot of those people who are part, uh, the non-blacks, the, the non, uh, non-white people who uh I mean, the white people who are part of the Tea Party, not excluding the non-white, they are mm-hmm. driven by this fear that mm-hmm. the world is coming to an end because we have a, a person of color as president. And everything was fine as long as the white man was getting us in trouble. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it was. If a yeah, white Bush, Bush got us into Iraq, not Obama, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And you know they talked about him, but hey, he was white. He was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Obama has gotten troops out of Iraq, and you know, getting troops out of Afghanistan. But he right. wants to redo health care, and they go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, they're, they're so quick to to analyze and critique and and to yell against him. But but now that he finished with somebody with the previous administrative administration started. Let's see how many of them give immaculates and praise for uh well, they, are, they have already started. You know, they're trying to give more credit to Bush than to Obama. And you know, I understand oh, I was really? talking to a friend of mine on, on Facebook. Bush started it, yes. Bush did. You gotta say, all right, Bush did. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, in two thousand one he had he had opportunity. You know, we had the opportunity, but because of you know, the craziness in that area, Pakistan and Afghanistan and, you know, UN wouldn't let us go in to do it. Um, Bin Laden got away. Uh, you know, I give credit where credit is due. The man gave the he gave the okay for it. That's all he did, you know. He we can't take credit for he can't take credit for doing the actual action, but he can take credit for saying I acted as commander in chief. That's mm-hmm. what he does. Right. So, I mean, right. And I wouldn't limit it to just giving them okay. He he actually had you know this this is his administration. His team of right. uh, U.S. officials were you know planning and uh, strategizing and whatnot on what to do. And what he did was he said we will not actually execute until there's a certain amount of uh, yeah. certain for certain facts. Was something like that was how he put it. So once they got, you know, for certain, we're for sure, he's right here, blah, 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 we can do this, 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 and get him, then that was him giving me okay. But it was much more than yeah. just 
you know, okay, you know. And, and you know, the other thing is, um, uh, I, and I, I put on my Facebook page, when General Petraeus accepted the position at CIA, I knew something was up. I'm not a prophet, per se, you mm. know. I, I just mm. know that when something like that happens, you don't let the commander of the forces over there just up and, you know, he is not going to just up and say, okay, I'm going to take this position in the States, unless he has a mm. clear assurance that this is done. Yeah, okay. And and he had that, uh, you know, I'm convinced he had that assurance last week. As a matter of fact, the report says that he knew, they, they knew of it about a month ago, but they took, you know, mm-hmm. so all those weeks to not only uh, get more intelligence, but to also plan and strategize on how to carry it out with as few uh, civilian casualties as possible. And, you know, the plan came together. I, and I like it when a plan comes together. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but, you know, give the man some credit. Come on now. You ain't got to be a fan of everything that he does, but when he does something, let it be his. That's all I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we can go back and argue on everything else tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just the fact that this has happened uh, should give us all some kind of assurance that um, it's a good thing. It, it really is a good thing. Yeah. What's all that noise over there, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with this little water bottle. <laughs> I, I figured that. Uh, you got anything else loud? to say? Be- huh? Yeah, is that loud? <laughs> you got anything else to say before we uh, go ahead and get into this uh, Judgment Day thing? No, uh, that's that's about it. Um, with with the old comma. Uh, well, I, I I I do have one other point. Um, me personally, I'm I'm not a death person. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, capital punishment and, and these death sentences and stuff. They have their place, but I I take no part. I have no opinion on when it should be executed and stuff like that. Um, but I I, I do feel that him being out of power, you know, him being away from his uh, Pakistan associates or, or, you know, whatever regime um, they had going, Al-Qaeda, putting them to rest is great. The actual event of actually killing him to do it, you know, I kind of waver on whether it was necessary to kill him or not. You know, I I don't promote anyone to be in death. That's just me personally because I know how I would feel if if it was was on me. But the the report is that they tried to take him out alive, but um, mm. but you know he put up a resistance and they you know his little military there or militia put up a resistance. That's why they uh, mm. excuse me. That's why they took him out. But um, okay, okay. You know there were casualties other than him, um, but right. But like all, I think like all the sons, all the grandsons. Well, no, I might be getting him confused with Gaddafi. I, I don't, I don't know. Gaddafi, they got his sons and grandsons. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but a that that's the way it is. Hey, let let me read you this this uh this uh tweet uh okay real quick. I had this tweet somebody um sent me um. The other night, 
All right, it says, Bin Laden has been laid to rest. So has your sins, your burdens, your trials, your fears, your victory. Regularize it. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> I, 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 I want to emphasize that, you know, yeah, he's gone. But, you know, are your sins gone? Are your life, is your life straight, you know? Why are you celebrating something if you're still lost and dead? Um, take a quick break, and we're going to talk about, for these last few minutes, about this Judgment Day thing. It's, it's been interesting to me. Um, and the reason, only reason it's really interesting to me is because I guess, you know, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to expect of it. So. But uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, last half, we'll talk about that. Be back right away. When mucus settles into a child's chest, the congestion isn't much fun. This is gonna be so cool! Junior! Huh? This is great! Like father, like son! New Mucinex Mini Melts. The quick melting, great tasting way to break up mucus that causes kids' congestion. Uh oh! Hey, Radio Fam. Can you imagine a woman desperate enough for a child that she would deceive her own father-in-law into committing incest? How about imagining having husbands so wicked that even God kills them? Can you imagine a prominent family covering up secrets dangerous enough to destroy their wealth and legacy? If this sounds like something ripped from the headlines of the days rich and famous, it isn't. It's the story of Judah and Tamar found in Genesis 38. This biblical story shadows much of what's really happening in today's family. In his book, A Breach in the Family, Pastor Lorenzo Neal uses this biblical story to address many of the issues today's families face. He talks about how much family matters can be detrimental to becoming the kind of family God created. He talks about secrets of the breach that can lead to secret rules and behaviors that go on for generations. Despite it all, God does give a way to repair the breach in the family and leave a lasting legacy that cannot be erased. Order your copy today of A Breach in the Family by Pastor Lorenzo Neal on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and other retail outlets. And for a limited time, you can get your copy for a special discounted price by visiting www.zeropublishing.webs.com. Get your copy today and be blessed. Hey, fam. If you're in the Jackson, Mississippi area, 
I'd like to take the time to invite you to come out and visit with me and worship with me at New Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church. We're a growing church. We are a loving church. We are a church that's real, relational, encouraging, authentic, and loving. We'd like to see you there. Matter of fact, we're going to give you a special invitation to join us on May 20th, 22nd, I'm sorry, for our Family and Friends Day that's in Jackson, Mississippi, New Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church. Give us a call. Drop by. We're located at 2202 Decatur Street, Jackson, Mississippi. You can come by. You can worship with us. We'd love to see you there. This is my personal invitation to you as Pastor Lorenzo Neal, inviting you to come out and worship with us. One of these old days, one of these old Sundays, come on. You'll be a blessing. I guarantee it. Um, I, I've heard of others in the past, and they are interesting that, that, that people 
you know, uh, try to predict this this type of thing. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and they come out with all their in depth, you know, studies and research and all that stuff. And I think it takes someone to be very, very bold, <laughs> and maybe well, you know, a, a tad bit mentally detached. <laughs> to well, make such in, a bold in, in October of 1988, I think it was like October the 12th, 1988. That was supposed to be the end of the world. <laughs> I was 13, 14 years old then. And uh, I remember hearing it, you know, this this television preacher was talking about it. I can't recall who it was, but I do remember he's, you know, he had done the math, the biblical math, and, and uh, he had come down to the years and the date, and, and he had dated that the world would, and Jesus would return on October 12th, somewhere in there, 1988. And, of course, that day came and went. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he lost his credibility or not, but, hey, uh, I I I am not disputing one single bit that we are not in the end times. I I believe we are, but you gotta understand. Uh, they thought they were in time in, in in the first century church. They thought they were in times when the uh, when the 120 believers were the you know there were over 500 who gathered in the upper room uh, at first, and then some people left and they ended up being 120. They weren't waiting for the Holy Spirit. They weren't expecting it. Jesus said, "I send you a Comforter." But, you know, they're thinking, okay, he's coming back. He's going to be the king. He's going to take out the Roman government. <laughs> mm, right. It didn't happen. But they did get the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Paul, in his writings, talked about, you know, Paul had this same kind of expectation. You know, he wrote people expecting the world to end at any time. That's their, that was their expectation. Christ was going to come back any time. And that was during the first 50 years after Christ died, you know, or died and rose right. from the dead. Uh, you know, for the first 50 or so years, that was the expectation. Even John, while he was on the island of Patmos, writing Revelation, he was, you know, that same type of expectation. Uh, so it's not like it's new, but it's crazy when you start setting dates. And this group, uh, I think the name of the group, uh, the website is uh, ebiblefellowship.com. Uh, ebiblefellowship.com uh, has put out this 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 uh, announcement that Judgment Day, the day of the world, the day of the Lord, the Judgment Day of the Lord will be on May 21st, 2011, and as a matter of fact, that is the day that the rapture will take place. <laughs> yeah. So that's a Thursday, I think. May twenty second is a Thursday. Or what, what? What day is that? Uh, uh well, the twenty first is a Saturday. May twenty first is Saturday. So the Sunday. Oh, oh my goodness! That's the Sunday of our uh, family and friends day. The world can't end now. We gotta meet our budget. <laughs> <laughs> For Sunday. Now it would be great if we get raptured up while we're in church. That'd be awesome. That, I don't that mind would that. Time. I wouldn't have to preach. Maybe I should tell them that next Sunday. No, they probably wouldn't come. (laughs) If I tell them, okay, the rapture is going to happen on May 21st, people won't come. Yeah, Lord. But they say that uh, uh, this guy, whoever, I I don't know who he is. Uh, I've been trying to find out. uh, uh, What happened is I I I think it's a guy named Harold. Is is who? I I think I remember about a guy named Harold on, on one of the websites I looked at. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's it. But uh, you know, it doesn't just brother somebody. You know, brother hero. That's about all I can see. Um, yeah. Now you can call them and you can donate to them, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and buy all they don't mind stuff. it. Yourself to buy. That's the funny thing. The world is going to end. The rapture is going to happen, but there's still got a button for you to donate. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Judgment Day, the rapture is supposed to happen on May 21st, that's Saturday. And the end of the world, well, the fire of the Lord consumes the wickedness, uh, the wicked, October 21st, 2011. Now, now I'm confused. Is it going to be December 21st, 2012? (laughs) 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 Or May 21st, 2011? Or October 21st, 2011? What is it? I, I you know, now this all ba- this whole dating thing. The problem with this whole dating thing, trying to predict when the end of the world is, when Christ comes back. First of all, you have to go back to the word of Christ. The word of Christ Himself says, "Christ says, no man knows the day, nor the hour, when the Son of Man shall come." Right. He said he doesn't even know. He didn't even know. So how in the world do you think you're smarter than him? Right. Exactly. Secondly, uh, for the past 2,000 years that the Christian church has existed, in one form or another, there has been somebody who has claimed to be Jesus. Come back. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Every, you know, every century there has been somebody who has claimed. You can go back, go through and research it. I, I looked it up, and I, I just don't want to sound too, you know, too smart, Alec. You know, too smart. <laughs> show off and show off. But yeah. every century since the church's inception in the first century, first AD, first century AD, or second century AD rather, um, there have been people who have tried to date, people who are trying to predict, and people who have claimed to be Christ. Matter of fact, there's a guy down in Miami, Florida, right now who's claiming to be Christ. He's Jesus. And he's, you know, he's the second coming of Jesus. And he has a nice little church down there in Florida, and he's, you know, very yeah. well. All of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is crazy, you know. Interesting, man. But the biggest problem with, the biggest problem with trying to be uh, a predictor of the end of the world is that there is, there is no way that you could get it. And the reason yeah. you can't you can't get it is because there are no consistent dates. You know, the timing is not the same. You know, you have to say that uh, you you know most people who do this thing they go by the scripture that uh, a day in the Lord's eyes is like a thousand. Therefore, yeah. if it you know the Lord created uh, he did six days of creation, so six days equals six thousand years, um, and on the uh, seventh day he rested. So we're at the end of the 6,000th year, so the seventh day God is resting, that's the judgment. But, you know, yeah. uh, science proves differently, you know. Mm. We we understand yeah. it to be a slightly older <laughs> than a <laughs> few thousand years. Yeah. And, and then plus you, you have to deal with the inconsistencies of the scripture and the creation account, but that's a whole different thing. What, what were you about to say? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, science uh, says if we, uh, you know, they, they, they suspect that the, the 
the earth is at least a few million years or maybe even several yeah. uh, million yeah, years old. But yeah. hey, they're scientists. What do they know? <laughs> they don't read scriptures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, the, the whole thing is with this judgment day, uh, I watched a couple of the videos on the site. And if you're interested, guys, if you those who are listening, if you're interested, uh, you can go to www.ebiblefellowship.com. Uh, you know, the, they have some videos on their website. And there's another one, um, www.may-21-2011.com. And it pretty much have the same thing. But there's a video on here on one of the websites. Um that uh, talks about, said, this is a a letter to those who will be left behind after the rapture. And uh-huh. talks about people who go to churches, mosques, temples, synagogues. Uh, those people could be left behind in the rapture. And, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of theological arguments that we can get for the rapture, against the rapture, for uh, the tribulation period, you know, all these things that involve end-time prophecy. But mm-hmm. uh, I think we start getting into trouble when 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 we try to predict because what happens is we try to be God, and therefore we become yeah. idols. Yeah. We're going against the first commandment. You should have no other God before me. Yeah. You know? It's very true, and 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 the, the, the thing that gets me is that uh, the, the scripture uh, in the Bible uh, states it very clearly. That's not just a saying. Uh, you know, he uh, no man knows the hour or the day. That's not just a saying. Uh, that, that's actual. That's actual scripture, and I, I find it funny because I looked at the first day. I mean, the uh, May twenty one, uh, twenty eleven website. And uh, they have this long, drawn-out, you know, explanation and uh, yeah. uh, of, of, of the dates, and they have all kinds of scriptures, and and it looks very appealing. It comes off so nice, you know. Uh, you know, it tells you to look at you know our evidence and and think clearly, and you know, and ask God to give you insight while you're reading, and pray that you know your mind is open. You know, come out very nice and Christian and all this stuff. And I'm looking at it, but. If you don't know the scriptures, it's really hard for you to pick up on wh- where they're messed up at. And you know, me me being in church really most of my life, and I've been uh, working with the ministry since I was 16 back in 2003. Uh, I kind of immediately picked up on a lot of things that just didn't add up. You know about that. How how can you say what, one of the biggest things that they're saying on that website is that the new uh, something about God has uh, taking a seal off of the Bible, and now yeah. new revelations are being revealed uh, from old revelations. So, they, but the thing is, who uh, who is revealing? Who who is who has these revelations that they're talking about? Who you know who's doing this? What, what, and what are they being revealed? You know, what exactly are you talking about? I kept seeing that. But they would turn around and quote regular Bible scriptures that everybody know, and then exactly. they flip it again and say something crazy like, you know, but you can't go off what you heard in the past. You got to go off, 
you know, the new revelation that God has uh, revealed in the end times. You know, we're in the end times. He has these end time revelations. And then they'll go back to another scripture everybody knows, you know. And I'm like, this is just, to me, it's ridiculous. Uh, well, you can't you know, tell people. The biggest mistake. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, you can't tell people to, to to read the Bible and believe the Bible and then turn around and tell them that there's new stuff that everybody don't understand <laughs> in the hey, Bible. For hey, oh what? But, you know, my biggest issue is this is how they try to make it work. They clearly say that Jesus said no man knows, not even the angels, except for God. And they clearly, you know, they keep saying it over and over. But then they come back and say, but it really doesn't mean that. Because what it means, in, you know, is that uh, only the ones who God does not select, elect, uh, they don't know. Hmm. Everybody else knows. Well, the problem with that is who can who determines the elect of God? And that's a, a whole, hmm. whole other theological debate. Uh you know, because the Bible says in, in Ephesians, God foreknew, and though he foreknew, he predestined. And, and and then again in Romans chapter 8, it says, those he foreknew, he predestined, and those he, he called. And those he called, he justified. Those he justified, he glorified. Uh, that sounds all-inclusive. And then you got to go back to the great old scripture that everybody knows, John 3:16. <laughs> God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever... Believes in him Shall not perish But have eternal life There is no qualifying there There's no qualifying word That says whosoever And believe me I had to sit in Two semesters of Greek <laughs> A whole year of mm. Greek To get that down You know I know the language You know I, yeah. I, I know the language I'm not an amateur When it comes to Greek uh, And the context That they're trying to make it work The way they're trying to use it To make it work It's just It's not right And, and of course they're they're expecting people not to, you know. Here's the thing: most most people do. Uh, scripture does support scripture, but again, always context. You can't just take one scripture from the Old Testament and say it applies to the New Testament. You can't take a scripture from the New Testament and apply it to the Old Testament because it won't work. Mm. It won't work. If you read through the New Testament, um, all of the scriptures that are Old Testament scriptures that are quoted. In the New Testament, they are quoted within the context of the understanding of that passage of Scripture. Jesus himself quoted a lot of stuff from the Old Testament. And the way he interpreted it, he was interpreting through him being the fulfillment of the Old Testament, the letter, the law, the fulfillment of that. That's how he interpreted it. And those who followed him and continued on in his teachings interpreted it through him. As being the fulfillment, that's what John says. He was the Word become flesh. So, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that that's a whole different thing. You know, my my thing is, and I, those of you who are listening, I want you to understand. You got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. Uh, we are in the end times. The, you you read through Matthew and you find out. All the things that should happen. Jesus said there'll be earthquakes, there'll be wars and rumors of wars, brothers against brothers, mothers against daughters, son against father, etc., etc., etc. All these kind of things. And we're seeing that happen now. We're seeing the earth tremble. We're seeing it, you know, as we said before, you know, the, the natural disasters are, 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 are epic. I mean, 
they're not just the small stuff anymore. You know, they're getting they're getting greater and greater as the as the year progresses. I'm just talking about in 2011. I'm not, you know, I ain't got to go back far. You know, just in 2011, all the natural disasters are are, have, are becoming more and more intense. And that is a sign for us, for us as believers, that at least we need to get right, you know, if nothing else. <laughs> get right. But we also need to be expecting. We should be expecting the day of the Lord. I don't care if it is May 21st. If, I, you know what? It's going to happen in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, so I'll, you know, don't matter how much I prepare for it, <laughs> it's going to happen. But, you know, that's the way of the world. Look, man, uh, I, I, we've, oh, we've gone over the time for the show. Uh, uh, and uh, this is, you know, it's a good thing. I love that. <laughs> Always a good thing. Uh, you got anything you want to close out with? Um, I, I think I'm pretty much going as much as I wanted to say, uh, I, I, I just enjoyed uh, having the opportunity to be able to uh, discuss a lot of these issues. Um, uh, I guess if I had to close it, it would be uh, on this uh, last day note uh, that everybody, uh, you, you have to take, you know, your, your Christianity uh, serious. And, you know, if you believe the Bible, believe the Bible. You know, if, if you don't believe the Bible, <laughs> then don't believe the Bible. But you can't pick and choose, you know, what you're going to believe and what you feel might be right and what you feel might be wrong. Um, but the bottom line comes to uh, in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 36, if I'm not mistaken, that's where it says no man knows. Uh, also in Mark chapter 13, I think it's in verse 23, no man knows. Uh, right. And also in Acts, uh, Acts chapter 1 uh, verse 7. Uh, is another instance. So you you have to be ready at all times because he's coming like a thief in the night. You have to be ready. Uh, you you have to believe in your heart. You know, confess with your mouth. Romans, in the book of Romans, uh, that that God has raised Jesus from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. It's just that simple. But you have to live your life at all times as if he's coming back at any moment. You know, no one knows today. No right. one can say he's coming back on May the twenty first. No one can say that. But you still have to be ready regardless. You know. You have to be T. ready to regard because we don't know. T.E. Tell it, brother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you have to be ready at all times. You know, it, it's simple as that. All right. Go ahead and give them your information one more time, and then we're going to close out. Okay. Uh, information. I, all right. Uh, I have an email address, uh, Ministries at yahoo.com, uh, that you can hit me up on. Uh, like I said before, I'm on Facebook. It's just Trey Wilhite, T-R-A-Y, not E, but A, as in a plate, you know. <laughs> I'm eating off the tray. <laughs> T-R-A-Y, <laughs> Wilhite, W-I-L-H-I-T-E. That's my Facebook profile. And I also have a page on Facebook as well, and that's just T-R, Wilhite. Those are my initials, T-R. T as in Trey, R as in Rover. <laughs> And that's not my middle name. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm also on uh, Twitter, and that's Will Height Media, M-E-D-I-A. Uh, just hit the at symbol, Will Height Media, and uh, that's my Twitter account. All right, man. And, I, again, I really appreciate you for joining us. I, I appreciate you for uh, for for your good your good insight, man. Real good. Thank you very much for having me.
I'm, you know, I can boast that I'm, I'm helping you. <laughs> so when you, when you get up on the up, you know, big time, I can say, yeah, I knew of. <laughs> yeah, we, we, but, yeah, we, we. <laughs> I agree. You can say that. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we invite you to join us again next time. I don't know when the next time is going to be, but whenever the next time comes, we're going to be here zero at the day with Pastor Lorenzo T. Neal. And again, if you missed the live show broadcast, uh, get the archive version. We want you to come in. We want you to join us. So Send us an email. Our, our country is in chaos because we have I don't know what's going on with this stuff, but hey, I guess that's a sign for me to get on out of here. <laughs> All right, till next time, be blessed.